Joseph here. Um, I think today we've reached a milestone in our podcast because um, we have experienced uh, technical failure on my part. Um, Wei Jin and I recorded an episode two days ago and I had planned to edit it today. Uh, but for some reason, I just cannot find a recording anymore. So it's quite a loss and unfortunate because we dive deep into discussing uh, the SEA Games 2021 where they will host several esports titles and we um, gave our thought and our view on the impact as well as the specific games that are uh, being hosted um, and, and all the, uh, the, the business aspects of it. Um, so it's quite a shame but notwithstanding what I thought is that I'll try to recap what we've discussed uh, on that day and if there's anything that I've missed out um, the both of us will again um, discuss it um, in our next recording session and I'll try to uh, make sure the next time that my recording won't go missing I'm not sure what happened <laughs> uh, so Basically, the what we talked about in our last session was the Sea Games twenty twenty one. So I'm just gonna read an article by Dot Esports, where the thirty first Southeast Asian Games will be held at Hanoi, Vietnam, from November twenty one to December second, and this is really uh, fingers crossed and hopeful that the pandemic will be more manageable at that time. The article says that for the second time, eSports will be a medal event at a SEA Games and there will be 10 eSports competitions across 8 titles. Uh, it's the second time because the first time was in 2019 SEA Games. The, the games this year will be Wild Rift, Arena of Valor, PUBG Mobile, Free Fire, League of Legends, FIFA Online 4, Crossfire and Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Uh, we gave our thoughts on the impact of eSports uh, being hosted again in the SEA Games and we both generally agreed that it's the right direction forward. Um, I think during the pandemic, it has taken um, mainstream attention and status because everyone's staying at home and um, for those that have computers, I think most of us would be playing games because we just cannot um, get out of the house, right? So that spurred the gaming industry and and it flowed through flowed through the esports industry as well. It's a it recognition that the industry is not to be taken um as a joke where some people still think that um, how can you make money playing games where I think I think in this um environment and and, and era I think it's quite clear that you can actually make a lot of money from esports. So having the SEA Games recognizing that esports as a medal event uh, may spur different nations from investing in esports because perhaps that's the that's the event that they can actually get a medal. So um, more investment will be poured into this specific industry. We then dive deep into the games. We both realized that the games are generally affiliated 
de- developed or published by Garena. My thought is that Garena definitely had, or the Garena's personnel definitely had, had some say, or some discussion with the committee when it comes to announcing the titles because, um, when it comes to hosting, when it comes to choosing what esports events, what esports titles to organize. The fundamental difference between esports and sports is the copyright issue. In sports, there is no one person who owns football, badminton, or rugby, squash, right? But there is, or there are developers who own all these specific esports titles. So what I suspect is that Garena um, had or led the discussion in in deciding or influence influence on having an influence on the decision on what esports titles to organize and from there i suppose the committee managed to get some form of um, ip license to host the event uh, this is very important to to note because if you don't have an ip license to organize the event or organize the tournament the developer has every right to stop you from hosting that particular uh, tournament. So, for example, it happened in in US where its Super Smash Bros. tournament was uh, cancelled or rather it was stopped by Nintendo. Nintendo sent a cease and desist on the tournament organizer and because of that, the tournament organizer just had no power, no say in trying to um, organize the tournament or continue to run the tournament, so uh, my guess is that Garena had a had a hand in deciding the esports title, which is a good thing because Garena is pretty big in Southeast Asia, and if they want to um, capture some parts of the market here, I think it's wise that the esports titles were. Um, are being televised or rather it being hosted in sea games where more people would, would at least then google what this game is about maybe to try try to play the, uh, the games and hopefully there will be conversion of players so the next part we talked about was I think uh, 8 titles right so I think 5 if I'm mistaken 5 of them are mobile um, games which is not surprising again in the sea region because we are heavily uh, reliant on uh, mobile games. Uh, sorry, we are heavily reliant on our mobile phones. Sorry, I think I think our market here cater a lot towards uh, mobile games because more people have um, access to mobile phones as opposed to having a PC at home. And I believe the same goes to the South American region. Um, I think in US and Europe, I think they're more f- um, heavily focused on console and PC, which is which is something that we which is something that caught our attention here as well because there are no console games um, um, this year. So it's it's quite interesting that they are focusing their attention on mobile games. I think that's where they see their future, uh, or rather, that's where they see the market in the C region. So what took our attention was also that in Wild Rift, um, they separate into men's only and women's only category. 
which I find very interesting because um, I had never really considered this separation as necessary because I think by and large, uh, when you play games, play esports games, they are generally just on mental strength and also your um, it challenges your flexibility and your um, response rate. Just looking at the data and looking at the winnings, they are generally dominated by men, which is very interesting, actually, I, I find. Um, I think you can make a case that in in in, in sports, uh, men are generally or biologically uh, built to be stronger and faster, and our bone structure is generally bigger, our shoulders are broader, generally speaking. So I can understand why um, in sports there are different categories. But I find it very fascinating that even in esports, um, we are trying to separate that as well. Um, interesting enough, um, even in chess, there is um, different rankings. You have your grandmasters, your international masters, and all these things. And I think um, recently or a few years ago, they also tried to make a category for women. So GM is the highest level anyone can get, uh, the highest ranking anyone can get in chess. And there is a WGM as well, Women Grandmaster. So again, that is very funny to see because um, everybody start on equal footing. And all that is um, being challenged or what you're competing on is your, um, your, your chess movements, right? Nothing to do with physics, and and all to do with your mental strength. So um, it's just very funny that I that when I saw this uh, difference in category in Wild Rift, uh, it just started got me. It, it got me thinking about why um, there is um, such a divide. So we we also mentioned that only two games from the twenty nineteen Sea Games uh, were retained in this twenty twenty one Sea Games, which are Arena of Vela and Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Um, it is quite sad to see that games like Dota 2 were not retained. Uh, I can only assume it's due to IP rights issues. Perhaps we were unable to get the requisite uh, approval or licensing. So uh, I think I think that's all we talk about. Mm, if there's anything else, we'll be having a, a session on it again. <laughs> I, I, I'm really not sure how we... How I managed to lose the recording is quite sad, and now I have to do a recap, which, which doesn't give the full discussion and debate that the both of us had, and yeah, so I think that's about it. So hopefully we won't have the same issue again in our next recording. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.